Uh, welcome back to A Town at the Movies. It has been a very, very long time since we've spoken to you guys on this podcast, and uh, I just want to formally apologize. I think it's been since last November. Is that right? Or December? I, I guess. I don't know what movie we did. Yeah, it's it's been a while. And uh, if you don't listen to uh, the A Town FM podcast that we also do, you've gotten absolutely no explanation as to what's been going on. And I'm sure you've all been waiting on bated breath, uh, checking your podcast app every morning, just wondering what's going on. Um, but basically, Dan graduated, uh, had a couple different projects kind of come up. And so we sort of scaled things back to doing our our main podcast every other week. And right. this one, we were like, oh, well, we'll just not do it as much. And that combined with the fact that it's not heavy movie season. And so there's only been a couple movies right. that we would have done an episode on anyway. Um, it's just yeah. sort of worked out that we kind of got ourselves in a little bit of a rut where we're not doing movies. Right. That and, yeah, there just wasn't any movies. <laughs> right. Well, there was a there's couple that I'd like to have November talked about. Today. Um, yeah. Like, for example, we were going to record uh, today an episode on Captain Marvel, but because we cannot keep ourselves from talking forever, our very short episode we were going to do for the main feed, uh, we recorded a full hour <laughs> episode on anyway. Yeah. So we would probably not do Captain Marvel unless there's a giant demand. Uh, please let us know because we can always record one again because, you know, I'd like to talk about it still. But yeah. um, there's stuff I can talk about about Captain Marvel for sure. Yeah. So, but that's not going to come yet. So today we're going to talk about uh, the second directorial. Uh, not debut, second directorial movie. I don't know how you'd say that uh, for yeah. Jordan Peele, which is Us. Yeah, not This Is Us. I keep wanting to say it's This Is Us. Yeah, it's but... it's weird writing the word Us. Like, you know, I take notes because I'm a dork, and everywhere where I write it, like, my brain automatically capitalizes the S because I'm used to writing U-S, I guess. Yeah. And it always looks weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I guess... We can do what we normally do and just talk about initial thoughts. I mean, I don't want to pretend like we haven't already talked about this movie because we went and saw it together and talked about it a little bit. But um, I think we both really like this movie. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I'll i just add that after a couple days of being able to sit with it as well, um, I honestly think this is one of my favorite movies I've seen in a while. Um I would probably have to go back to the summertime of 2018 before I can find a movie that I liked as much. What movie would that so, be? Because that's very specific. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> there, there was a, what, what all came out last? What was the last round? Is like Avengers Endgame. Um, there was another big one that came out before Avengers. I mean, Black Panther came out last year. Um, I mean, there's there's good movies. Don't get me wrong, but like, uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed us for some reason i don't i don't know why um i think it was just like yeah we'll we'll, we'll get into it <laughs> yeah i so i would say i was in a similar category uh we've talked about this before probably on this podcast but definitely on our main one uh i am not a scary movie person by any means um i would say i'm not a horror movie person definitely and then even like thrillers uh i'm just I'm just a pansy. We, you know, listen to our it episode if you want to understand that. So yeah. you might be surprised to hear that I even saw this. Um, and it basically all boils down to Jordan Peele uh, has me sold because of what he did with uh, Get Out. Get Out. So Get Out yeah. was another one that got crazy good reviews. Everybody was loving it, but I was just kind of like, oh great, I'm really happy for all you guys that like scary movies, but I'm gonna sit this one out. And enough people pressured me into watching mm-hmm. it, and I was really glad I did. I thought that movie was 
brilliant and i really really enjoyed it and uh yeah. it was it was more of a like thriller with you know some horror elements but definitely more on the thriller category and so um i was willing to go see this one basically on that premise i'd say this one leaned a little more into the horror but still definitely like thriller sci-fi more category i guess is what i would yeah put this in. It, it, you could yeah I, I think you could definitely say sci-fi it, it, i mean obviously it's meant to be scary but um it's weird because yeah it's not i think what i like about this too is it's not like uh it's a horror movie that is not about a monster per se or the like, monster is us um yeah exactly um <laughs> it's but it's not a monster movie it's not a slasher movie and it's not a supernatural horror and, yeah. like, and it's not like a it thriller seems... in the same way either like yeah. it's a little more yeah. than a thriller i'd say in that you know, yeah and... i don't know if you were to put thriller and horror on a spectrum it's somewhere in the middle yeah and and so i think part of the reason why i like this movie so much as as well is because uh i mean i figured i would like it but um it, it wasn't it was kind of on my radar, but it, I'm not one of these people that was like dying to see this movie or anything like that. I think we just sort of talked about it. And I know you like like the Get Out a lot, and so I was like, yeah, sure, let's go see that. That'd probably be good. And I don't know, maybe it's just because I went in with that sort of expectation that it sort of uh, appreciated quite a bit in my eyes. But um, yeah, I really liked everything about it. It had like it, it's hard to pin down, probably. Part of the reason why it's good, and I think we discussed this a little bit after the movie, is because there's definitely comparisons that you can make to other like horror uh, or suspense thriller uh, directors or movies. But it's very uniquely its own like directorial style. Yes, I feel like I would like, totally I think, agree. With I think, that. yeah, I think in the future you will have things where people go, "Oh, yeah, this is like a very like Jordan Peele type thing to do," to like in a movie. Yeah, he's got he's got a like. Uh, a flair for like old cinema that's kind of unique in that space. I feel like it's kind of yeah, Hitchcockian, I, uh, uh, like that's what I was going to say. I felt like it, like there was elements that felt like reminiscent of like Hitchcock Spielberg movies or, um, yeah. Brian like De Palma King almost like he's in got, certain ways. There was a stinking split diopter in this movie, which is not something you see very often yeah. these days. So like, it definitely has that like visual callback to the past, but also it was not a like nostalgia movie either, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't feel like I was watching, like even though the, the beginning of the movie is set in the eighties, like the movie is not an eighties movie and it's not like a nostalgia piece. Right. It's, but there's just elements of it that I don't know. It just like it, like there were things that felt familiar, which I think is why I say like, Reminds me of Stephen King or 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 uh, Steven Spielberg movies or something like that. But and in another sense, it was like it's like all very uniquely its own thing. Yeah, and it's just such a weird concept that's very original. Um, I- I've seen some people that seem like they just have an axe to grind against Jordan Peele for whatever reason. Say like, oh, this movie is pretentious or whatever, and it's like. I don't know. I thought it was like it just kind of had fun. I mean, like, I would agree that it's pretentious, but that's part of the fun of it too, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that like, might be true. It is one of those scripts where it's a writer, director, producer, same person who is oh, like, yeah. "I'm going to fill this where with as many references as I possibly can, and I'm going to tell everybody that this is filled with as many references as I possibly can, so that 
every frame of the movie is going to get hyper-analyzed, and he knows that, and so he's doing all sorts of little fun things for that reason. Is that pretentious? But yeah, probably, but, like, that's part of the fun, too, right? Like, Stanley Kubrick movies are pretentious, but that's part of the fun of them. Right. Yeah, that might that might be that might be a better way of putting it. Like that opening, the very opening shot, uh, where it's like on a bunny rabbit, right? Like really, really close, and yeah. then it just slowly pulls out to like some kind of funny sounding music. And yeah. you know, as it pulls out, you realize it's like a big grid of bunnies against the wall, all in cages. Mm-hmm. And like as soon as that started, something about the way the camera is just like looks deeply motivated, even though it's just moving, but it's moving super slow, and. The bunnies are arranged in such a way and it's like perfectly center uh, framed where I'm like, right. I was like counting the bunnies and I'm like, oh, there's a brown one and there's another brown one. And oh, like, I think there's a pattern emerging. And then, oh, no, that one over there doesn't follow the same pattern. I wonder if that's on perfect. And I'm like, mm-hmm. he is like, maybe he's not doing that specifically in the shot, but that is the mentality he wants you to watch this movie in where you're just like, yeah. what does this mean? What does this mean? Was this on purpose? I don't know. And that's like, yeah. honestly, part of the fun. And so I I don't think it's unfair to call it pretentious, but I think that's okay too. Yeah, I I think how I would put it is is like it it, it earns a lot of uh for for people that think it's like a cheap like I like I saw someone which I mean I guess the the lesson here is don't ever read uh the normal society reviews because oh the I user mean, reviews it, is, yeah. yeah, never read user like, like there was one that was like, this is just a cheap knockoff zombie movie, which if you read that and thought that was true, that would be the largest mischaracterization of this I've ever heard. I also like the idea of a <laughs> zombie movie being knockoff. Like, isn't that what a zombie movie is? Is just a knockoff movie? Like, yeah, that was its whole right. uh, thing, wasn't it? Like they were cheap B movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, all of that to say, like, I I feel like it's unfair. Like, like, even if you're someone that doesn't like this movie, which, you know, that's fair. It's all subjective. Um, I think it is unfair to um, not give it, like, credit for being very attention to detail and a lot was put into it, which was... But, and also, I'll just go back to sort of the tone of it. Like, I think what I enjoyed about it is, it's, is it struck like a very good balance of being a serious horror movie while also um being a lot of fun to watch like there was a lot of moments of humor oh yeah like, it didn't yeah, feel definitely. like you're watching a marvel movie necessarily but um it was actually like a fun horror movie yeah, so that's, specifically that's uh, her husband bizarre. uh gabe yeah he for a person who uh, doesn't like Baku. being scared he was just a deeply welcome relief the, every to every frame he was in in the movie <laughs> yeah yeah he almost made like the creepiness of everything else like bearable yeah way. right exactly <laughs> yeah he yeah. was awesome but um I'll yeah, say, before so, we get uh, into specifics though uh i don't i think we have to compare it to get out his first movie i okay. i personally don't think like i think it, it kind of showed that this one didn't have the amount of time that he had on get out because i think get out was something he was working mm-hmm. on for like 10 years you know it's his directorial debut and this one he worked on for like a year i heard this one was one he's wanted to do for a while f- before get out Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's that. That's what I heard from. I mean, there are podcasts I listen to with people that are in the Hollywood industry, so I take that for what it's worth. That very well could be. They, Either yeah, they way, were talking though, about this is a project Get Out felt been pitching around. much much tighter to me um, in mm. terms of like the overall plot and you know, kind of the the world building and the like allegory itself. This one was a lot messier. Well, it was also a bit more. 
it, it wasn't as uh, out there of a concept either, though. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> I, well, no, I'm saying it was a lot tighter because... I don't want to spoil Get Out, but... No, I, I'll just say, in my opinion, which we can disagree to disagree on, Like, I feel like Get Out was a lot tighter because it's not dealing with quite a sci-fi-ish type concept. I mean, there is elements of that, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like... Yeah, I mean, we won't get too deep into that, but... Uh... Okay. I, I, I don't agree. <laughs> I think that's pretty okay, that's out there fine. concepts. But anyway, like, uh, you know, both of these movies were making points. Um, and I, the more I've thought about us, the more I think like it's very clearly making like sort of social, sort of social points. But yeah, um, it's more ambiguous. It's definitely more like, ambiguous in a way. Kind of like Zootopia was about a lot of stuff <laughs> well right but, but i mean this of... was much more like clear than that in terms of like there are the haves and the have-nots and there's people underground that are forced to live and they have to exist to for us to be up top you know to yeah, live in sure. our nice houses yeah. and our nice boats and whatever but like yeah all that aside it's just like it was a little more clear in in a like satisfying way for get out and the same goes for mm-hmm. the sort of mysteries that it sets up like I'm one mm-hmm. of those people that's very okay with like hand wavy answers for things, but there's fundamental parts of this movie us that still don't make sense to me. And I cannot construct a like rationale where it <laughs> makes sense. And that is, it's frustrating. Cause it's, it's one thing to not know the answer. I'm definitely mm-hmm. okay with movies that give you like a unknown at the end. And it's fun to like think about. And this one has lots of stuff like yeah. that, but there's pieces which we'll talk about uh in a little bit because i want to (laughs) that like i can't even structure how it makes sense and that's a little frustrating and i i'm sure that jordan peele has an answer he has a canon in his head but i don't think he placed the pieces enough that at least in the sort of rabid reddit theory reading that i've been able to do since i've seen it i nobody else seems to have been able to like thread things together in a way that's like satisfying yet does that make sense gotcha yeah so I'll just go ahead and say say I'm not going to do any better for you if you've. Oh no, I know. I just want to talk it through with somebody because you're yeah. the only person uh, I have talked to yet that has actually seen this, and so I can't yeah. talk about it with anybody from work because I don't want to like give obviously any spoilers right. or anything. Yeah. So you kind of already touched on at least like I wanted to talk about a couple other things because about the, like the themes of the movie because yes, there's kind of the stuff that you already said. Um, I felt like there was some other things like. Um, Apparently, he has said in interviews that while he is choosing not to spell out everything about this movie, like he kind of did with Get Out, where apparently he did a lot of like interviews and videos where he just kind of spelled out what the symbolism was in Get Out and different things like that. Um, He's choosing not to do that with this for whatever reason, but he has said some stuff and said that apparently like part of this is like um, a lot of the stuff that you said, like that's sort of like class stuff. But also, like, I think there's a lot of symbolism in the fact that the enemy is a is identical to the people. So it's sort of like, you know, they you I guess you could see it as either, you know, these people that live a different way or whatever. They either they look like you or they are you like sort of you're the enemy sort of. Mm, right. Yeah. yeah. In some or way. How different are you um, really? And is I it thought, just nature versus nurture. Yeah. And I think it was also kind of making a subtle political poke as well with like how a lot of the fighting and stuff goes on in our country and our current political climate. I mean, at least in 
it seemed like a pretty uh, strategic uh, line to say early on in the movie, if you remember when the home invasion first happens, and uh, the the mother says, like, who are you? Yeah, and she so says, creepy. we are Americans. Yeah, that was such a creepily <laughs> like, delivered line. Uh, yeah. yeah. I Like, we have to talk <laughs> well, about how amazing she's Lupita breathing in while Yango she's saying is, it. But, like, <laughs> she was amazing doing both of those roles. Because I remember yeah. I was reading something after watching it, and somebody made a comment like, yeah, she did a brilliant job playing both, you know, Red uh, and Adelaide, like the two different characters. And it's yeah. all of a sudden in my head, I was like, holy crap, that was the same actress. Like, I don't know why, yeah. but it didn't, obviously, if you would have asked me, I would have said that that's the case, but it didn't like occur to me. Like they felt yeah. like they were actually different people. Right. Which also means, I guess the visual effects were really well done too. Like whatever they did with that. Yeah. Because it, like, I just never even actively thought about the fact that that was the same actress. There's a lot of good stuff with lighting in this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like just making things look scary and like the person might not even necessarily really be doing a scary face. I mean, they don't like, for instance, in, in the fun house flashbacks, um, where she sees the little girl, like that looks yeah, it's so horrifying, creepy. but it's not makeup or anything. It's just the little girl's face. Yeah. So it's all just lighting and angle and how they, chose to do it and that that that's the type of stuff that was imp- like there was scenes in there where they would do where you would see like just the whites of their eyes or whatever right. and it was like lit that way for a reason and it, it was just kind of incredible like I, i'm not even someone that's into like how cinematography or things like that are done so i can't speak intelligently on that i just know that like i noticed things like that and there was a couple horror movie like like pokes that i noticed as well but particularly with like how scenes were constructed and everything it was just very very impressive it wasn't your standard um it wasn't your standard like thrown together like teen slash right yeah honestly it gave me a lot of similar feelings of uh a quiet place which obviously a quiet place is very different and not nearly in the like horror camp i think that's even pg-13 but like yeah it's it's like thriller and it's playing in that space but it is very differently put together like it it almost feels like you took a totally different set of creative people and then had them make a thriller movie you know what i mean and it right it really shows like it's just delightful to watch i don't know that sounds Mm -hmm. like lame i guess but there was just a lot of moments that were genuinely um fun in the way that it was shot even stuff that could have been sort of normal and bland like i really like the dance slash fight cut that they did near the end of the movie like i really enjoyed all that and how the music choreographed with it so this is an interesting thing i like i read a whole bunch of stuff afterwards and every single thing i read and lots of people on twitter have commented at how good the soundtrack is and like Mm -hmm. i have no memory of what the soundtrack is other than that like oh i do dun 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 Oh, yeah. Which creeps me out to, like, think about that music for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't remember it at all. And I think I'm going to be way worse at this episode than I normally am at overly describing everything. Because mm-hmm. I'm just... I seriously... I just get so easily, like, scared. Like, there were moments in this movie where I just <laughs> couldn't watch. Because I just didn't want the jump scare. And so I wasn't even looking at the screen. And, like, I totally get that this is in a totally like toned down category it is not actually scary that's what everybody Mm -hmm. keeps telling me 
but you know whatever i <laughs> i'm easily scared it, it was more so i i'm in a different i'm kind of in a weird camp too because i'm the opposite of you and the normal go movie horror going public because normally horror movies don't affect me at all as far as like being scared but um I will say I would put this in categories of of movies like The Witch or The Exorcist or things like that where it wasn't necessarily scary, but what it did was it, like, created an atmosphere of, like, creepiness. Yeah, yeah. I I would totally agree with that. So, like, I was sort of smiling whenever certain things were happening that I guess you were probably horrified about. But um, I mean, maybe. It's the the lead-up part that I don't like. And then once it's happening, I'm good. Yeah, it, like like all the movement in this movie was amazing. Holy cow! Like yes. to me, that's Everybody part of moves what, like, very what, differently. Yeah, like like the mother just like holding her scissors and just like moving around. Yeah, did, in, like so weird she robotic, only like, moved in like right angles, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the, and the little boy, of course, running around like a little feral child. Yeah, and, the little boy was like an that animal. Was the girl was like hyper athletic, and then. Yeah. What was the dad? The dad was walking weird, and I can't remember. Very what like this... lumbering and yeah, yeah, like a caveman. Like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then uh, the the friend, the uh, white guy friend, like richer friend, yeah, was Tim walking Hiker. around like a drunk person the whole yeah. time. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, and and Elizabeth Moss did incredible, even with her short little scenes. Who was that? Was that the like, uh, wife of the, the, the rich, wife. richer family? Yeah, like cutting her face and putting the lipstick on yeah and stuff. yeah like all that was incredible i i she's from Mad Men. I right think i did amazing, know that yeah and handmaid's tale obviously that's probably what she's more known for now um but yeah i i don't know i i i liked a lot of like the effect and atmosphere that they created in this movie and that's what i liked about it so i don't know the, the whole like oh it wasn't even scary criticism is sort of like it's all subjective because every horror movie ever made gets some group of people that say that. So I, I, I don't know. And I, like I said, I, I don't generally get scared by stuff at all. So I normally am just looking for a good story. It's something that keeps me engaged. Right, That's the thing. What's, what's your ultimate goal? That. Is your goal to get scared? Because if that's the case, you know, there's other movies that might be a better thing for you. Right. But I don't think that's the ultimate goal of at least this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let, let's, let's just dig into, uh, like what, what types of stuff did you want to discuss specifically? Okay. Like, uh, yeah, let's, let's just go. Cause we'll end up touching on lots of parts of the movie when we talk about this, I guess. But mm-hmm. my like fundamental sort of like problem space here, and that is what is the nature of both of those characters, like understanding of the past, like in terms of her like them switching places when they're younger are they both aware of it the whole movie because like there's a lot of scenes that don't make any sense if that's the case but then there's also a lot of scenes that don't make sense specifically if the uh if red the one who's who we thought Mm -hmm. was the tethered the whole time and end up being the real you know human Mm -hmm. after all uh there's a lot of scenes that don't make any sense if she doesn't or if she is aware that she was actually the human. Mm-hmm. And so like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand what's going on there. I don't know. I would have to rewatch the movie. Um, I feel like there's two ways of looking at it. Of course it could be like a, like a repressed thing. But then I also think back where like, that doesn't really make so much sense. And it only makes more sense if it's, they did both know the whole time 
and I'm trying to think of specifics. Um, but she was like uh, telling her all these details through it. She was giving the exposition of what's going on down there, which by the way, mm-hmm. uh, if they were like abandoned down there, then she mm-hmm. presumably never met the actual people doing the stuff. And I think she even says, uh, whenever she's explaining it, my theory is that, you know, they yeah. couldn't replicate the soul or something. So like none of the stuff she's saying there is necessarily quote the truth. Yeah. Um, so that kind of like makes sense, but but like she's explaining all of this stuff as if nobody else mm-hmm. knows about it. But it's like, and she never seems to give an indication that she remembers. Yeah, and she even but 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 then but then like we had talked about, there are certain things that she says where, in retrospect, are clues as to they both know what she's talking about because like the, the specific example that I gave was it actually didn't make much sense. I mean, I guess, like, because you're first being introduced to this weird concept, this home invasion thing, and they're obviously weird and something's off, and they say something about, like, you guys, like, live like this, and and you kind of, like, just take it, okay, well, they know about this somehow. Um, But then whenever you kind of get the full breadth of the movie, she mentions specifics about, like, like, the toys that she played with. And, like, the different things like that. And the only way she would know those things would be if she was the original girl. And that's why they also have that scene where she goes down into the basement. Uh, like, as like like when you first think, well, this is the tethered, um, the one that you don't know of, it was the original yet. She goes down in the basement and specifically grabs the rabbit toy that she was talking about. And I think that was, like, an early, like, planted thing. Now, maybe there's other things that might not make complete sense with that but i'm saying like he definitely also put in certain lines and little things like that in retrospect that only makes sense if they both knew what she was talking about when she was but she says she has a line where she says uh i think about that day every day how could have gone differently how you could have taken me with you like you could have kept me up in the uh in the upper world or whatever and it's like Mm -hmm. well well, taking me with you just means instead of putting me down there taking me with you not not having to switch places but I mean, taking me with you i mean that's a really really weird way to phrase that all i'm saying is a lot of the language seems very like pliable i don't know i guess i would have to watch it again though, yeah well and i've read like, like that's the problem i found people who like transcribed like they went and watched it another time and transcribed oh, yeah. every one of those lines because it's like it's just like eating at me because i can't I can't make sense of it. Gotcha. So like, um, yeah, because like it, it does make sense to me. This. I'm not even saying you're wrong. It's just like I did not. It, it was one of those things where I, it's like, I was really was... down with everything until that very last reveal. And then it's like, mm. oh, twist. It was, you know, she was actually the the tethered all along, which is cool right. thematically with the whole like, Oh, actually, like they're not actually that much different than us. We thought that they like weren't capable of, you know, empathy or or humanity. Yeah. And actually, it's it's really more uh, nature, not as much nurture or nurture, not as much nature. Right. And so it's like that's a cool theme. And so like I like the idea of getting that in there, but then it just like mm-hmm. it broke my understanding of the canon, and I could never reconcile that. Hmm. I don't know. I think we would be better watching it again and. Yeah, I should have I, I should have written down all of these thoughts because now I'm like struggling to remember all the specifics. 
but no it's fine you might even be right maybe there's some things but like as far as i remember a lot of the language is pliable and there's actually more examples in the opposite direction where it's like oh actually that must be why she said that was because uh, because of that reveal hmm. um and now there was a bunch of things that sort of hinted at it on the other end because adelaide like right. throughout the movie is getting more and more sort of animalistic whenever she kills she starts sort of grunting and clicking yeah and right. whenever the two children die she's very like uh sympathetic towards them which like right. i think people were getting confused i don't like those are not her children because she's been in the upper world the whole time but I right. guess it's because she has more empathy towards those people. But then she doesn't seem to have any more empathy towards the other tethered people. So it's not like yeah. it's not like she has empathy for the people that were stuck down there at all. Um, but it also could be like she's repressed that she memory. And so them. she doesn't really even realize that's why she feels sorry for the kids or whatever. Yeah. Because um, it seems like it is a reveal even to her at the end. Like her memory was sort of unlocked about this thing or whatever, um, which mm-hmm. I'm totally down with that. Like, you know, that's fine with me. Um, yeah. And there's like little mechanical things which are not important, but mostly because my brain started then reaching for answers. Uh, I've been sort of hooked on, which is like, um, you know, why, why did the boy like mimic his behavior when nobody else did? Mm. Although they did like lead into that. Cause like when they were in the closet together, um, playing with the fire, like he would mimic what yeah. he was doing, and so it was. I think it might be showing that like the kid wasn't totally broken of the sort of mm-hmm. tethered rules, how, whatever those rules are. He wasn't ready to use his scissors to cut the tether. <laughs> That's interesting. You know what? He didn't have scissors, did he? I don't remember. I do know that was obviously the, the symbolism, but yeah, no, that's it's just interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like, lots of people were complaining, like, I don't understand. Where did they get all these jumpsuits? Where did they get the scissors? And it's like, okay, that's, like, <laughs> yeah, that's... a bridge too far. It's like, who cares? Like, you can come up with an explanation yeah. for it. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, because then you could also say, like, like, well, how are they moving around and imitating the things of the people above in these tunnels? And it's like, okay, I mean, sure. But, like, they're also, like, in a doorway while the people above are on a roller coaster. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, like they they sort of acknowledge, like, yeah, they're like all cramped together, and it's weird, and it doesn't really make much sense. But <laughs> yeah, there was also another um, interesting thing, kind of getting off of the like uh, theory train, I guess, is like how many, how like widespread this was, because like my initial mm-hmm. feeling was that it was sort of localized because it seemed that mm-hmm. it was or that its origin was that funhouse, you know, sort of. Um, yeah, but then you know, the end of the movie sort of gave the impression that this is like countrywide like see you say that but it was all like like the only thing that gave that sort of impression was just a single shot of a couple of helicopters showing a line through the trees yeah maybe countrywide maybe statewide is what i should say but it was it was like thousands and thousands of them not hundreds of them yeah i think it was widespread but i don't know i i didn't get the impression it was like literally across the country i think they thought that that's what they were doing but um yeah i don't know i th- yeah th- I, i'd certainly think if you really pressed there's a lot of like logistical things that are weird about it but it's also sort of like to me it felt like this whole concept felt like a really good like twilight zone episode yes 
I think it was based on a Twilight Zone episode, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, like, the idea of a, a, like, um, a person who looks just like you, sort of like a doppelganger, like, there's a Twilight yeah. Zone episode about that that he said sort of inspired him. Like, it's not like this world oh, okay. or concept is, is that. It is right specifically the doppelganger concept is, yeah. is sort of the inspiration. But yeah, I, I, I'll also say this. Um, while I don't obviously think there's anything weird or conspiratorial about the reality of this, like, I, I always knew that that there was, like, tunnels under the United States and stuff, like abandoned subways and stuff like that. And I don't think there's anything weird going on down in abandoned subway stations or anything conspiratorial like I that. I mean, but lots of uh, It is sort of like, yeah, yeah but it, it is sort of like creepy thinking about it. Like, just the fact that there's, like, this whole other world, like, underneath our feet. Yeah, um, I mean, I remember when I first started, when I first started working downtown, um, you know, we were walking to lunch or something, and... All of a sudden, there was a beeping noise, and one of those like grates that you walk over all the time and never think about sort of like mm. flipped up, and then this elevator mm. just like rose out of the sidewalk, and this yeah. guy walked out with a rolling trash bag or trash can, and yeah. took one out of one of those like flower pot things that has a trash can in it, and put that fresh one in, and went back in the elevator, and it went down, and I was like, "What the heck?" Like it just felt it was really yeah. like almost disconcerting, like you were saying, because it's like. There's like hallways and like who knows what else. Like there's a whole little it network just, under here, which obviously there yeah, is. Thousands. It was really of miles weird to think just, about. Like 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 to me, that's like a project that you like utilize. But the fact that there's just abandoned thousands of miles of just like maybe th- I don't remember the exact lengths, but I'm pretty sure that's well. I mean, that's aggregating the world's tunnels, right? Sure, but this was saying across the United States, or whatever sure, it was. the United but States like, tunnels. But yeah, it, well, I mean, I mean, just the fact that there's like these large swaths of just space where it's like that seems like a project. Like you know, people died probably in the hundreds, like building stuff like that, just to. I mean, there's probably way more square footage of abandoned buildings and, than there is square footage of abandoned tunnels. That's true. I think it's just creepier because yeah, no, no, no. I, I totally get that. I was just <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and and it feels it feels very otherworldly, and I think that's why this concept in the movie is kind of fun to be like putting something in that otherworldly place, because you know, there's all kinds of stuff that you can do with that. It almost seems like it would be creepy if you were like walking around for days in this like abandoned, you know, if you could actually do that, that would be like to me that's scary. Like even though I don't really think there would be anything down there. Like that, that just the thought of that is scary to me, just being so isolated and away from everything. Yeah, no, yeah, I <laughs> and totally that, that get actually that. exists underneath our feet is just uh, th- that's part of what made the concept sort of like fun and eerie and atmospheric. To me. Oh, interesting. Like specifically the tunnel part of it. Yeah, I have no idea why. Just like the thought of like, oh, yeah, there is like all this like, like what if there's crazy gangs that hide out under there because they know, you know, no one's goes under there normally you know like and i'm sure there probably actually is people that live you know under there sure yeah if they're accessible i i would imagine i mean it's like caves yeah so yeah exactly i mean it's just it's just crazy to think about but anyway now i i would just say all that to say like that was just sort of something where it's like i forgot about and it's like yeah that adds atmosphere to this for me but anyway yeah yeah um so did you have anything else that you uh want to talk about for us 
No, I just enjoyed it. Like like I said, I I had a lot of fun with it. I uh, the dad was a much needed comic relief throughout. Oh yeah, it. and I think My we need favorite. to call out uh, that actor Winston Duke. He was also in uh, yeah. Black Panther, and he was great right. in that. Uh, I think like he definitely Lupita Nyong'o, who is the the girl. She is in this yeah. category for me now, where I think any movie I see with her name attached, I'm going to be interested in it doesn't mean i'm gonna watch it but sort of like how like ryan gosling or uh brad pitt is for me now it's like i'm not gonna see every movie that they're in but like them being attached has gravitas to it because everything she has done has been great even the movies i haven't loved like she has been awesome in them is this the first movie she's done where she's been a lead role um you know Uh, yeah but yeah i I mean i agree i mean she did great i guess she has always been i just have wondered that Every movie I can think of off the top of my head. She was in 12 Years a Slave. She was in yeah. uh, Black Panther. Uh, she was in something in between mm-hmm. there. Uh, let me look it up really quick. Who is she in Black Panther again? I'm pretty sure I know uh, who. She's I just the, make... like the who becomes queen, like the girlfriend. Oh, okay. That's right. For some reason, I kept thinking it was like the sister that was like the science Oh, person. no, I was no. Like, that, that's not her. That doesn't look like her. And. I was trying to figure out who she was because I was like, I remember she was in that, but I don't remember who she was. So um, cool, yeah. Oh yeah, she was Maz in uh in Star Wars. Not that that's you know you don't see her, but oh okay, um, that's my least favorite role of hers. That's your favorite role, is that what he says? Least oh, okay. favorite. Uh, okay, maybe there's not another one in between there. Yeah, yeah, she's great though. Uh, she like she's absolutely amazing. And I'll just say like the only other thing I wanted to add is m- still I think my favorite scene in this movie for some reason is whenever the the tethered first show up at at their house or whatever, <laughs> and Winston Duke's character is just like, "Hey, there's a family outside." Like just his like nonchalant reaction to this horrifying <laughs> thing at the edge of their driveway just being like look it's a family and he just keeps saying oh it's just a family though <laughs> like, that whole scene was so great because it was so creepy but like yeah and then they like scurry off into yeah again the lighting was amazing <laughs> like just them standing yeah, there with the was street horrifying. lights like like right behind them and the shafts yeah, coming through yeah. yeah yeah that was excellent yeah <laughs> But that's that's that was probably my favorite scene, just because th- that that to me encapsulates the tone of the movie is that this was genuinely scary in that in that moment, but also there was like levity to it, right? And it like somehow balanced both of those things at the same time really well. So that's yeah. There were multiple times it. when I thought he was going to die, and I was like, I don't know if I can handle this if he's not in this movie. Like, <laughs> I need I need him around. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you just whenever they like get the the hide a rock or the hide a key <laughs> rock, and he's like, "What sort of white shit is this?" <laughs> like that. I love when they too. start arguing about who has the higher kill count. Yeah, I got two, so one of the both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, all right, well, uh, I think so. We're both definitely giving this thumbs up. Uh, if you've made it this far and we've spoiled everything. Well, I don't know why you're still here, but I know people do that. So I would recommend seeing this one. But uh, yeah, it's I'll, I'll say this will probably be one of my top movies of the year for sure. I'm calling it this early. So. Yeah. I mean, my top movie of last year was uh, around the same time. And it was also like Thriller with uh, uh, A Quiet Place. So I think oh, yeah. I think these types of yep. movies have a good opportunity because they're just they're just different. 
And mm-hmm. being an original movie like this, I think it's like the highest grossing original movie since Avatar, and definitely the highest grossing like original horror movie. Um, oh, is it good? Is it good? Good box office? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It had like seventy million. Good. It it did way higher than projections. Yeah, good. so yeah, it's doing really good. It's elevating uh, Jordan Peele's status, so he's gonna just keep getting more and more money for projects, probably. Um, so yeah, he's doing some like. I forget what, what what the podcast I listen to. He's doing. He's attached to something that's like a property. I mean, he's I doing Twilight like Zone. Known. Well, I know that, but like his next movie, it's like a property that's... That, he's directing it because he's also producing a lot of stuff. Like he produced Black Klansman. <sighs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I know, but I think it's like his deal. <laughs> if I, only I, I had IMDb up, but... sitting right here. Yeah. So let's see. Let's see. Upcoming. Um. Oh, Toy Story Four, of course. Mm-hmm. And oh, this is actor, director. Uh, it doesn't have anything upcoming for director on IMDb. Hmm. Um, producer. Yeah, I don't see anything that like looks like a. Uh, it's connected to anything. There's Candyman. That's what it oh, was. I don't know yeah. what that is. It's it's like a horror thing. Um, it's like some sort of remake or something like that. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. I don't know why I thought. Hmm. You would know what that is. Yeah. Because I'd love to see him rebrand himself and do like a comedy or something, you know, something outside yeah, of his, outside of his of comfort stuff. zone. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have to just do horror. Like I'm, I'm kind of fine with it now though, because I, I like, I, I only knew him as the, you know, the sketch comedy guy. And I actually thought the other guy was bigger at the time. Um, Michael key or whatever. Uh, and so the fact that he came out of that, and is like, hey, I'm going to do these two amazing, well done horror movies that are just incredible and raise the bar. I'm totally fine with. So, <laughs> um, if he wants to do a couple more horror movies, that's fine too. But I'm also, yeah, I would, I would love to see what his hand looks like on different stuff as well, like different genres or whatever. So, awesome. All right. So, what would you give your uh, Rotten Tomatoes, you know, percentage out of a hundred score? I'd give it a nine out of ten. Okay. I almost feel like that's like that's not enough, but I feel like ten out of ten would be too much. I'll give it a ninety-five percent. Yeah, I I think I'd put this in like eighty, eighty-five percent. Um, but you know, for a horror movie, for me, that's that's still pretty high. It'd be like a notch under uh, Get Out, and then you know, even more a notch under uh, A Quiet Place in terms of that sort of genre for me. Right. Yeah. So cool. Um, speaking of uh horror or thriller movies anyway uh the winner of our oscars picks competition that we did mm-hmm. um he picked the movie primer i don't know if i've told you that yet okay so at some no. point in the future uh whenever we have time which might be a little while because i'm really trying to burn through and catch up on game of thrones uh so it might not be till that airs um we will do an episode on the like 2004 indie thriller drama uh primer Mm -hmm. which i don't think either of us have seen is that right no i don't even know what it is that'll be kind of cool i plan on just going in totally blind and and i'm sure we i mean we should regardless of well i'll just say we should probably have another episode coming out not too distant future because there's like shazam yeah yeah, yeah. i was just more preparing uh, in terms of movies that aren't new movies uh you know if somebody wanted to to watch this to sort of be ready for it 
um, we will do that. Yeah, April starts our summer movie season officially yep, now. Yep. <laughs> and hopefully, uh, so. if this little experiment that we're doing right now in terms of how we're recording works, um, I can get these done quicker and it won't be a big deal to be doing these uh, more regularly. Regularly, So we'll yeah. see how that goes. All right. Yep. Cool. If you want to give us your thoughts, uh, you can find us at A Town Movies or. Uh, it's just everything's at atownfm.com, right? Uh, well, we have atownmovies.com as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. It's been a while since oh. we've done one of these, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just used to sending you. I mean, if you go to atownfm.com, uh, you can go to other shows and you'll see this one there as well. So you can find your way yep. here eventually. <laughs> 